Welcome back to Totally Nostalgic, a podcast dedicated to the pop culture of the 1980s and 90s. And today, since we're in the month of December, it's a great way to start this month with the topic in our series of Iconic Toys number 2. We're going to discuss the 1996 toy that caused a craze, the Tickle Me Elmo. Thank you for joining me again. I wanted to uh, show my appreciation to all of you that have uh, provided me positive feedback on some of the previous episodes. And for all of you that have taken time out of your busy schedules to listen, I greatly appreciate it. Please, if you haven't yet, go and rate and review and subscribe You can find this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many other platforms. So uh, as I said in the intro today, we are going to go back into the series that I titled Iconic Toys. This is number two in that series, and most of my episodes seem to have been in uh, kind of based around the 80s, but today we're going to jump into the mid-90s. And we're going to talk about the toy from 1996 called Tickle Me Elmo. So I'm sure anybody that would have been young in the mid-90s probably remember this toy. I don't know how many people had it, but I know it was an insanely popular toy at that time. And although I would have been... Uh, 15 in 96 so trust me I did not have a Tickle Me Elmo nor did I want one but I was aware of it I was aware of the uh, the popularity and just the absolute uh, frenzy that was caused by its release Um, so let's jump into this a little bit so Tickle Me Elmo was a uh, children is a children's plush toy from Tyco preschool a division of Tyco toys of the Muppet character Elmo from the children's television show Sesame Street. When squeezed, Elmo shakes, vibrates, and recites his trademark giggle. The toy was first produced in the United States in 1996 and slowly became a fad, reaching its apex during the 1996 Christmas shopping season, with some instances of violence reported over the limited available supply. People reported that the toy which retailed for $28.99, according to its MSRP, was being resold by scalpers in newspapers and on the internet for up to $1,500 by the end of 1996. Now, uh, this is pretty insane and uh, brings to mind the, uh, the craze of 1983 when the Cabbage Patch dolls were released. Uh, of course, that one I did have. Let's talk a little bit about the development of the doll. So, uh... Tickles the Chimp, the precursor to Tickle Me Elmo, was invented by Greg Hyman and Ron Dubrin, who were known in the toy industry for having invented Alfie the Robot, a children's learning computer several years prior. I remember that toy as well. Um, that was right in my wheelhouse with my age group uh, in the, the late 80s. In 1995, it was presented to Tycho Preschool as Tickles the Chimp, which was a toy monkey with a computer chip, uh, which laughed when tickled. 
Now, at the time, Tycho didn't have rights to make the Sesame Street plush, but did have the Looney Tunes plush rights, so it was worked on for several months as Tickle Me Tasmanian Devil. Probably not as good of a marketing name, uh, <laughs> but hey. They also made Tickle Me versions of Baby Bugs Bunny and Tweety. That successfully sold, uh, they successfully sold it at WB Studio Store in California. A short time later, Tycho lost rights to do Looney Tunes, but gained the rights to Sesame Street, thus starting Tickle Me Elmo. The invention was originally introduced under Cabbage Patch at Hasbro Industries. Neil Friedman, who was then president of Tycho Preschool, recalls years later that when you played with Tickle Me Elmo for the first time, it brought a smile to everyone's face. It was a magical surprise. So let's jump into that 1996 Elmo craze. So Tickle Me Elmo was, was released in July of 1996 with a supply of 400,000 units. The dolls sold well and remained widely available in stores until the day after Thanksgiving. The dreaded day after Thanksgiving was shopping season, of course. Uh, I digress. So uh, at that point, they sold suddenly sold out. With the Christmas shopping season approaching, Tyco Preschool ordered 600,000 more dolls from their suppliers. Promotion was helped by Rosie O'Donnell, who had shown the toy on her popular TV show in early October. O'Donnell's surprise plug was probably too early to create unexpected demand for Elmo, as the resulting shortages in the stores that sold it happened nearly two months later. The scarcity of the new toy provoked a shopping frenzy. Two women were arrested in Chicago for fighting over the doll, while in New York, some people ran after delivery trucks hoping they could get their hands on Elmo before it reached stores. Someone allegedly purchased a Tickle Me Elmo for $7,100 in Denver. That's insane. I want I want everyone to think about the $7,100 for a giggling interactive plush doll. It's just crazy. KBIG in Los Angeles had a radio auction for charity December 20th, 1996. Bob's Pharmacy won and purchased a Tickle Me Elmo for $18,500. What the hell? A clerk working at a Walmart store in uh, Frederick Fredericton, New Brunswick, uh, Brunswick, Canada, was among the those injured by Elmo Mania. During a midnight madness sale on December 14th, a crowd of 300 stampled, stampeded down the aisle after spotting him being handed a box of the toys by another employee. Trampled, he suffered a pulled hamstring, injuries to his back, jaw and knee, a broken rib, and a concussion. Does any of this remind you of Jingle All the Way, anybody? By the end of December, the entire stock of 1 million Tickle Me Elmo toys had been sold. So, uh, further Tickle Me toys. In early 1997, Tycho released uh, new Tickle Me toys based on other characters from Sesame Street. First, Tickle Me Ernie and Tickle Me Big Bird and Tickle Me Cookie Monster, but... But despite good sales, none of these toys achieved as much fame as Tickle Me Elmo. With the re-release of Tickle Me Elmo, Mini Tickle Me Cookie Monster, and Mini Tickle Me Ernie was also put on the market. The surprise edition of Tickle Me Elmo issued, issued Fall 2001 was an elaborate contest. Five of the surprise edition Elmos stopped laughing on January 9th, 2002 and instead announced to the people squeezing them that they had won a prize. Grand 
the grand prize was $200,000 US. So, a little bit more backstory here. So, TMX, uh, for the 10th anniversary of Tickle Me Elmo, Fisher Price released a new Elmo doll in 2006 called TMX, meaning Tickle Me Elmo 10. The toy, which was uh, designed by Bruce Lund of London Company, invention. Uh, from River Forest, Illinois, was first announced at the American International Toy Fair. Rather than supply vibrating like the original, I'm sorry, rather than simply vibrating like the original, the TMX rolls around in the on the floor, laughing and smashing his fist on the ground, begging for the tickler to stop. Kind of disturbing, if I'm being honest. The full look of the doll was not revealed until it debuted live on ABC's Good Morning America, and arrive on store shelves on September 19th, 2006. Toy experts said that the delay was unprecedented with only a few people in the media allowed to uh, preview the product and only after signing confidentiality agreements. The packaging was designed so that the doll could not be seen without purchasing it. The box includes a preview flap, but upon opening, only the doll's eyes are visible. It requires six AA batteries and cost approximately $40. In a promotional clip, Jim Silver, co-publisher of Toy Wishes magazine, said, The first reaction I had was, where are the wires? Because I didn't think anything like that could move on its own. Alright, so I'm not going to go into a whole lot more of that particular uh, series that came out 10 years later, but uh, I will mention a couple other... uh, uh, extensions or re-releases of the brand. So the L-L-L-L-O-L-M-O, Elmo, uh, PlaySchool uh, released the toy again as L-O-L-M-O. I can't say that, sorry, but it's too difficult for me, but I'll keep struggling through it, so let's have fun. So not a single image of the toy was revealed until the American International Toy Fair of 2012. In the Hasbro, show, show, uh, Hasbro Showroom Sesame Street section, there is a sign printed, Laughter Unleashed Fall 2012. Above it was a video of kids giggling. The toy was released in September. It is also known as Tickle Time Elmo. And then in 2017, PlaySchool made a new version of this toy once again, but they made it part of their PlaySchool Friends lineup. Its behavior is like the 1996 version, but has more phrases phrases like Elmo is one ticklish monster. This toy released in August of 2017. It could be found at Walmart, Books a Million, Best Buy, Target, and Toys R Us, among others. So there you go. That's some background on the the uh, toy Tickle Me Elmo and uh, the craze and frenzy frenzy that followed the release of it. Uh, and again, I didn't have one. I really don't know too many people who have. I'm sure there was little kids, maybe. Uh, you know, around the neighborhood that had them or in my family. And uh, I'm sure that I've probably seen one in action at some point, but I don't really have much memory of it. But I I certainly wanted to feature that toy when we discussed iconic toys. And with uh, the holiday season right around the corners, I thought it was a perfect time to do so. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you have any thoughts or any experiences with that Tickle Me Elmo uh, whether maybe you were the right age group that you had one and, uh, you know, you loved it or you hated it or whatever, or maybe you're like me and maybe we're a little too old for the, the toy itself to really appeal to you, but maybe you have experience of hearing about the craze of it. 
Uh, so if so, please just uh, reach out and give me your thoughts on that. So that is it for Tickle Me Elmo. And in a moment, we're going to take a look at this week in pop culture history. All right. How about we take a look at this week in pop culture history? And to coincide with today's main topic, we will look at the week of December 1 through December 7, 1996. Albums released that week on uh, September, uh, September, yeah, on December 2nd. Uh, Telling Everybody by Human Nature was released. It was the debut album from the Australian boy band. And on December 3rd, One Fierce Beer Coaster, uh, classic title to an album by the Bloodhound Gang. That was their second studio album. Uh, and also that day, Punkorama, which was a uh, album released uh, with various artists. And then on December 5th, uh, Christmas on Death Row, also various artists, and it was a hip-hop compilation from Death Row Records. And uh, movies released that week on December 6th, Daylight, which was a disaster movie starring uh, Sly Stallone, and uh, a disaster it certainly was. And uh, Everybody Says I Love You, which was a Woody Allen musical released, and uh, the movie Losing Chase, uh, starring Helen Mirren, and directed by Kevin Bacon. And this week in 1996, there was no... Uh, World Wrestling Federation uh, live house shows to talk about. Uh, So let's go to Baywatch. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, the week in 1996, uh, Baywatch did not release an episode. It was their uh, winter hiatus, it appeared. But uh, that weekend on USA's Up All Night on Friday, December 6th, The first movie was One Million Years B.C. from 1966, starring Raquel Welsh. Uh, Prehistoric man Tumac is banished from his savage tribe and meets pretty Loana, who belongs to a gender coastal tribe, but he must fight caveman Peto to win her favors. The second movie was a movie called Dinosaur Land, which uh, I could not find any information on. I'm probably not missing much there, but... uh, On the second night, Saturday, December 7th, 1996, the first movie was Jurassic Women, um, a movie released in 1996. Uh, A meteor shower causes a spaceship crash on a remote planet populated by beautiful and dangerous women as well as cavemen. All procreation has been forbidden as there is a war between man and woman. But when a woman and an astronaut Austrian astronaut falls in love. The spaceship's jealous captain joins the caveman, and a fight ensues. And the second film was Dinosaur Valley Girls. That's right, that's what I said. Dinosaur Valley Girls from 1996, haunted by recurring dreams of Heathor, Denise Ames, a gorgeous cave girl, and a menacing Allosaurus action movie star Tony Markham. Uh, soon finds himself transported by means of a magic icon back through time to Dinosaur Valley. Now trapped in a world of dangerous dinosaurs, grunting cavemen, and a tribe of exotic, love-starved cave girls, 
Tony must put his modern day skills to extreme test in order to survive prehistoric perils, win the cave girl of his dreams, and maybe return to his own time. Holy cow! There you go. That's what uh, Up All Night had to offer this week in 1996. So uh, up next, we're going to go over to Twitter like I like to do and see what they have to say about Tickle Me Elmo. Okay, so let me see what I found on Twitter regarding Tickle Me Elmo. I have a few posts here I would like to highlight. Uh, So starting with at Duran Duran Tulsa, Uh, the post says 90s fest toy of the day, Tickle Me Elmo, hashtag toy, hashtag Tickle Me Elmo, hashtag 90s, and it's a picture of the Tickle Me Elmo doll in his original packaging. Next up from... At Big Moose Toys. Look at this on eBay. Rare promotional hashtag Ford Tickle Me Big Bird listed uh, at Big Moose Toys. And it's a picture of the uh, Sesame Streets Tickle Me Big Bird like we uh, discussed before. I did not go on eBay to see how much this thing went for. And I probably won't. But certainly you you should go ahead and do that. Next up from, uh, going back a little ways from February 12th of, uh, 2018, we have from at the Bella Reina. Ever try and sneak around your house while your kids are asleep, trying not to wake them up and step on a Tickle Me Elmo? My two-year-old is now wide awake. Guess who will not be sleeping tonight? This girl. So, uh, yeah, that would be frustrating. And uh, finally, from at Retro Retro Pond HQ, a look back at the 90s sensation that was the Tickle Me Elmo, the laughing and shaking toy that caused parents to lose their minds trying to find one. As we talked about the, uh, the craze that was the supply shortage of these immensely popular toys for Christmas, and uh, that post talks all about it. There is a link there that you can go to RetroPond's website and read more about the Tickle Me Elmo doll. And I would definitely recommend it if you'd like to know in- more information about that. So uh, big shout out there. And uh, that's what we got for Tickle Me Elmo. This was uh, plenty of fun to talk about. When it comes to iconic toys and uh, in December, what a great time to do that. Um, but uh, I wanted to take a minute to uh, give a shout out to a couple people on uh, Twitter that uh, uh, gave me some positive uh, feedback on some some of my episodes. And I greatly appreciated it, um, starting with at Mel72609. Um, she had checked out my uh, episode on planes, trains, and automobiles, which is part of the uh, um, um, awesome movies category. Please check it out if you haven't. Uh, um, so uh, big shout out there. I greatly appreciate uh, the uh, listen and the shout out there. And uh, yeah, this is, uh, like I said, a lot of fun. I hope that you enjoyed this episode on Tickle Me Elmo and if you have any 
feedback or uh, like I said, if you have experience with this toy, um, you know, whether you loved it, hated it, you were frustrated by it, if you have uh, memories of uh, the shopping craze with this toy, please reach me on Twitter at Nostalgic8090. Um, you know, give me your thoughts and we'll talk about it on a future episode. And uh, you can email the show at totally nostalgicpod at gmail.com. And again, it's been great. I appreciate you uh, checking it out and I will talk to you on the next episode.